0: So I'm chatting to Gillian from Green Bites. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. It's a beautiful day. It is
0: a beautiful day. That's very true. Uh, You are an Icelandic business. Yes. Are you from Iceland? No. I didn't think so. I
1: am not. (laughs) I'm originally from Canada, but I've lived in Iceland for five years.
0: Were you like going halfway across the Atlantic got stuck kind of stopped off and then never <laughs>
1: Yeah the volcano <laughs> erupted and there were like no more flights No 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 I uh, went there to do a master's degree in sustainable yeah. energy and then I stayed for sustainable technology I
0: have to say I've been to Iceland once just before the pandemic mm-hmm. I love it it's beautiful I also love how much personal responsibility is thrust back onto the individual by the fact that there are signs everywhere telling you if you do something stupid the nearest hospital is three hours away
1: yeah not <laughs> only that but it'll be on national news and everyone will hear about it and make fun of you <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
0: um so look let's uh, let's get kind of reasonably serious you're here for the final of the pitch competition yeah. um Tell us about Green Bites.
1: Green Bites is a green tech startup uh, based in Reykjavik, uh, and we help restaurants reduce food waste. We do this in a couple ways. Primarily, we help forecast or we forecast sales for restaurants so that they can plan better on what to order, which is kind of complex. But there's like all of this data in restaurants, but so many people like. That work in the industry don't have the time or the energy to sit down and look at sales trends, especially in restaurants that are medium to size, or small to medium size, which is where we're targeting, uh, and especially people that aren't chefs, they don't know how to reduce food waste. So we made this really nice web application that has a distributor contact book, it has a dynamic stock list, mm-hmm. it has menu breakdowns, and. Uh, and then we facilitate orders to suppliers for restaurants. And this is where the forecast comes in because because we know what goes into each menu item, we can calculate how much raw ingredient they'll need to like uh, fulfill the sales that we've suggest for them. So we just suggest how much raw ingredients to order. And it takes like the guessing work out of ordering.
0: I guess in Iceland, a country where I would I would assume that you infuse using local produce, but there is only Woo certain produce that you really can get hold of in Iceland so so importing stuff into the country if you get that wrong it's a really costly mistake for a restaurant
1: yeah definitely Uh, almost everything is imported we do have greenhouses we grow lettuce we grow tomatoes we grow cucumbers huge on cucumbers (laughs) (laughs) but other than that most of the things oh and weirdly we grow wasabi very strange okay Uh, (laughs) but other than that uh, most things are imported so it does like you need to plan really well or else you're just throwing away food.
0: How did you come about with the idea? I mean, do you do you have a background in in the, you know, the, the restaurant industry or?
1: I mean, both me and my co-founder worked in the restaurant industry while we were doing right. our master's degrees in Iceland. And I didn't realize food waste was such a huge problem until I started working in a cafe in Reykjavik where I'd be throwing away so much like prepared food. Uh, I'd be like trying to give my friends food, but there's only so much of like a certain restaurant's food you want to eat. And then my co-founder had a similar experience working in a juice bar because all of the ingredients they have are fresh. And she'd just throw away like buckets of spoiled food because they weren't planning properly and they couldn't like keep all of this fruit. So I was doing my master's degree and I was doing some machine learning and AI stuff. And Mm -hmm. my co-founder was working at the national energy company doing uh, uh, assessing criteria for wind forecasting. She was like, I think you could use these forecasts and try and forecast sales. And then help like tell restaurants what they should be ordering instead of manually tracking data, which is what she tried to implement in the restaurant she was working in. So she came and was like, Will you help me? And I was like, oh, I'm finishing my thesis. Yeah, sure, I'll do this on the side. And it just like turned into green bites as it is today.
0: And how did you get that first restaurant on board? Because I imagine, for two of you, you know, first-time co-founders, mm-hmm. first business. Was it the restaurants that you were working, the juice balls that you were working, and kind of getting those owners on board?
1: Yeah. So at first, we started the modeling with the data from the restaurant that my co-founder was working at. They're very sustained. Obviously, the owners don't want to be throwing away food, and they know that this is a problem, but it's hard when you have staff that's teenagers. They don't really care. They want to go home as soon as their Mm -hmm. shift's over. They're not going to track waste. But the owners were like all in to help us. So they gave us all their historic data about sales, about orders. Everything we needed, so we started off with that and building some models and testing how, what type of machine learning algorithms we should be using. Yep. Uh, and then from there, it was just like going and knocking on restaurant doors and being like, "Hey, we have this really great plan." And honestly, immediately, uh, restaurant owners like saw the use in it in one way or another. Like some people see more use in some features than the than other features. Like some people really want to know, like the forecast to see like yeah. where they're losing stuff within mm. the restaurant like if they're losing french fries if they're like over serving because that's another utilization as well
0: so here's a question um did the pandemic help or hinder you because the retail sorry the restaurateur industry rather suddenly died overnight so i suppose you could look at it two ways restaurant owners might have turned around and gone look right now we're just trying to survive we're not interested or we need to make any saving we can possibly make and if you can help mm-hmm. us that's good I, I could see it going in two directions
1: yeah definitely both ways so the ideation started in 2019 and we didn't incorporate it until 2020 so we kind of like started right when the pandemic started um and this was great because we did a lot of development in that time and when things were really opening there was nothing moving like we were still moving um uh, but we definitely positioned ourselves in a way like we can help you come back stronger and better yeah. like throwing away food is literally throwing away like money in the garbage because you pay for the food if you throw it away that's just lost costs and bad business so we definitely pitch it in a way like why throw it away throw away the money that you're investing into your company
0: so you're you're, to an extent learning how to be a founder as you go yeah um a couple of years in now more or less Mm -hmm. what have you taken away from the experience that you would pass on to someone else who's maybe right at the start of that journey
1: uh, as being a founder? Wow. I don't know. I've learned so much. I've had so much personal, gro- personal growth in the last couple of years, but honestly, relying on the community, the startup community in Iceland is really, I mean, Iceland's small, so the startup community is really small, but there's so many people that are like, so willing to help you if you only ask, and like everyone wants to share their expertise and is like more than happy to talk about what they're passionate about. So mm. if you don't know anything about what you're doing, just ask someone, and people are so happy to help you
0: and your first time in barcelona
1: uh no actually i came here once in 2014 but it's just as beautiful la sagrada familia is my favorite place in the entire world i will say that over and over again (laughs) going there is like i cannot i love it so much
0: (laughs) well look. good luck for the bitch composition and thank you for your time today
1: thank you so much thanks for having me